0: Hi friends, it's Emma here from Sunshine Lane, welcoming you to another episode of Coffee and Sunshine. In each episode of the podcast, we get to meet inspiring individuals who have navigated challenges, chased dreams, and are discovering what truly brings them joy. Whether it's building fulfilling relationships, pursuing a passion project, or finding peace within themselves, our guests share their personal journeys, actionable tips, and hard-earned wisdom. There's so much to learn from everyday people navigating life's challenges, so let's find real-life inspiration and explore hidden pathways to happiness one conversation at a time. So on today's episode, we have the very lovely Emily Harvey from Emily Harvey Art, I know a lot of you who follow me may already know Emily, but for those who don't, Emily describes herself as an illustrator, she's a small business owner, she's a lover of all things lilac, she loves Disney, and top of her list, she says, is that she's a mum who tries to juggle all of those things. You were the first person in my mind when I thought about... This podcast because I know you have, for the last, I don't know how many years, shared your journey of trying to balance those two things being a mom and mm-hmm. running your own business. um How many years has yeah. it been now since you've been on YouTube? 2019. Yeah,
1: it was May of 2019 where I was like, hmm, maybe I should film this. <laughs> um, yeah, so May 2019 was the first video I put up. Yeah. And how old was your little boy then? he was three months old wow and how old is he now two three months and he's now four and a half and he just started school yeah it's crazy just started school it's mental really when I look back at those early videos I was like why wasn't I just sleeping in my spare time why why was I uploading videos but actually it was good I'm glad I did it
0: well, I guess that's probably one of the reasons like, why I thought of you for the podcast is because you clearly at that time, although you had a brand new baby and you were getting used to being a mum for the first time, you had these goals in mind of wanting to run your own business. Yeah. So where did that come from?
1: I describe it as I had a fire inside of me. And I don't know if it's the... When you have a baby, you very quickly are made to feel that this is your life now. Like, can't do anything else. Like, sort of the questions are like, how are you going to manage? Like, how are you going to pay the bills? How are you going to do all these things? And my husband never got, got any of those questions. He yeah. just assumed he would go back to work. And then um, just sat back and thought, oh my God, I, I love being a mum. I absolutely love it. But I can't imagine that being my only thing. Yeah. Um, And that's not to go against anyone that chooses that. But for me, I just, I was such a creative person that I had to have a creative outlet I found Mm -hmm. um, to help those very tired days. I was like, I need something. And that's where I started to find studio blogs Mm -hmm. because I used to be up in the middle of the night feeding. And it was like, what do you watch in the middle of the night? There's so much on telly. So it was like, right, we'll put YouTube on. And that's where um you know I found some of my favorite creators and I was just watching them thinking oh my god I I would love to do that Mm. I've just had a baby isn't it I remember thinking it's such a shame I've I've got this baby because I could be doing that on those tired days that's what I would think and I thought hang on no I can still do those things I've just got a little person that I need to have with me while I do it and that's where it just started I was like right well we're gonna make it happen I'm not gonna let anybody tell me I can't do it and then I literally yeah within a couple of weeks I was filming videos figuring it out. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you because no
0: you're right I think you know I've I haven't got kids but you know like I've been trying to have kids for years and it's me that gets all the questions it's you know it's assumed I would give up my job if we did have a child like
1: and mm-hmm. Liam doesn't
0: get half the questions I get. And I think it is just kind of assumed that like for me, for example, if I suddenly had a child, well, we'll just close plans fire create down. And I can't imagine that. I think, oh, my God, would I be a terrible mom for not wanting that? But your own dreams and like in things you enjoy, like they don't just disappear when you've become
1: a mom. Exactly, exactly. And I was someone who, I mean, it took a good few years for us to have Luca. We really did try for him. And um, yeah, I was getting the questions and in my own head, it was, I was constantly doubting myself. And even, even when I found out I was pregnant, I was ecstatic as you can imagine. But then I was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like, it was like, what are we going to do? I'm not going to be able to work. So I think I just wanted to prove everyone and myself wrong, that no, I'm going to do this we are going to smash this and I'm going to do it with a with a little, little baby. And, but it was hard. I mean, I don't want to like, make it out as though it was easy. It was very, very hard. But he was just a constant reminder of why I was doing it. You know what I mean? I feel like before I had him, because I did try to do a business before um, and he only lasted a year before I went back into work because it didn't work. I couldn't pay the bills. And I think the difference between then and now was I wasn't procrastinating because it was just a constant reminder of, I have to get this done because there's a little boy downstairs that needs feeding. (laughs) Whereas before, I would just be like, well, I can't pay the bills. And it was me that would suffer. So I think having him just is the reason the business has done so well this time. I think it gave me the drive to make it work, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. I think, Um, I mean, I can relate to the procrastinating now and nothing seems like you know oh I've got a whole day and whereas I imagine yeah. when you've got such a tight pocket of time before you've got to get back to mumming
1: it really focuses yeah. your attention it does I, I get that a lot from people being like how did you get it all done and I'm like because I've got no choice. I've got this amount of time and I have to get it done whereas yeah before I'd be like oh I'll just stay in bed another hour yeah i <laughs> today and he's like I can't do that anymore so um yeah, and there are days I missed that I missed those days or what like. So when you
0: first started, did you have any idea of where you wanted the business to be, what type of thing you thought you'd end up doing or is it just kind of evolved?
1: No, I just- it just evolved because I didn't even think it was a business at the at, at the start. When I was just filming, the first video was me just illustrating my like profile picture, like my character. That was the first video. There was no business plan behind it. Um, the only thing I knew was that in the May of that year, when I uploaded that video, I knew that by the October, my maternity pay was ending. Okay. So, in my in the back of my mind, I was thinking, right i 've got six months here, six months, yeah, to kind of figure out what i 'm gonna do because in october i'm going back to work if not if i 've not figured it out by October, there's a job waiting for me, but I knew I didn't want that job yeah. um, so there was no like right we 're going to launch a business this month, and we're going to launch products that i just that did not happen, um, but I knew when I started to post on Instagram every day. And upload a video every week. And then I think one of the first things I did was I had some desk pads made.
0: Yeah.
1: and had them printed with a local company. And um, I thought, well, let's just see. I gave one to my mum. My mum got all of her work friends to buy one. Um, and I put them on Facebook. And that kind of did all right. And I thought, oh, okay, uh what's the next thing? And it just sort of snowballed. Um And then it went to Patreon launching in November. And then that yeah. just took off then. And then I was fine. So... Yeah, there was no plan, no business plan. I've never written a business plan in all the years. I still haven't got a clue what I'm doing. There's still no, like, ultimate end goal. We're just figuring it out. But, um, yeah, certainly didn't have a plan back in 2019.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's hard to have an ultimate end goal because everything just evolves and changes as you go, doesn't it? But I suppose your yeah. goal was more driven by, like, the lifestyle that you wanted. You wanted to be yeah. at home more for your son. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it was lifestyle. I I mean, that's why I'm sure we'll get onto it. The reason I left my studio is the ultimate goal was to get to the point where he was starting school and I could pay the bills and take him to school. I mean, I would have said, I'm pretty sure I would have said that early on in my studio vlogs that that's what I would love to have. Um, And yeah, so there was never, I want the business to reach this. It was more, I want my life to reach this. And the only way I'm going to get that is having a successful business if that makes sense which I think
0: is really lovely and I think quite often when people are setting personal and professional goals like they're really separate and I suppose it depends the type of job you're in but then I think they can kind of fight against each other can't they whereas looking at it as a whole picture has kind of helped you shape the professional goals because you didn't want to compromise on those those, like family goals that you wanted they were the most important um and then you've kind of shaped your career around it which I think is really lovely to be able to do yeah
1: yeah it's very um very pinch me sometimes when you um sit back and realize like I'm sure you know with a patreon that was the perfect route for me to go down for how I wanted to be because I can spend time making content. I don't have to be sat at a desk nine to five for it to work. Um, And it's a reliable income stream for me, for the family. Um, It was just the best route to go down. So, yeah, yeah, it's amazing.
0: So if you had have gone back to your old job, what would day-to-day life have looked like?
1: Oh, my God. Well, yeah, so when I left. So the job I was in when I got pregnant, which I actually found out I was pregnant two weeks into the job, (laughs) um, which was was not planned. We'd been trying for Luca for years. And then when I got this job offer through from an animation studio, it was the dream job. I've been working on a TV show, designing characters. I said to my husband, I said, right, let's stop because we're getting stressed. I'm very stressed. Um, Let's stop. I'm going to go and do this job for it was a nine month contract, believe yeah. it or not. I'm going to do this job for nine months. Let's save some money. Let's have some fun. Let's go on holiday. Let's do all the things. And then we'll figure it out in nine months' time. And two weeks into the job, yeah, I, I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I actually worked that whole contract. I was so heavily pregnant by the end of it. Um, and I finished the contract on the 1st of February. And I went into labour on the 15th of February. So it, <laughs> everything just kind of lined up perfectly. But when I was leaving, they said, you are more than welcome to come back. Okay. You know, we'll start a new contract. So the job was like a nine to six in Manchester. So it's a good half an hour from yeah. my house. So with a baby, I would have had to have sorted him out childcare. Probably I had to put him in nursery right by my work in Manchester. Otherwise that would have been a nightmare. Yeah. So I'd have been dropping him off at the crack of dawn, working all day, picking him up really late at night. Mm. He wouldn't see his dad because, you know, his dad works shifts. Yeah. Um, and I would have been doing that Monday to Friday and just having weekends. Yeah, it would have been, it would not have been good. I can't imagine I would have lasted very long doing that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, As much as I loved the job, um, I mean... I would have loved Luca so I would have yeah. I, I can imagine I would have dropped it all for him yeah oh so, yeah I think I knew it was never going to happen I think I just knew I was never going to take it on yeah I would have had to find something um yeah I never even I never even looked at nurseries I never I never had it in my mind that it was going to happen yeah yeah
0: so how important is that then your mindset is it in your mind you're thinking this is just gonna work because it's gotta work? And do you find that really important
1: in driving you forward? I find that's my mindset. Whereas um my husband, I think this is why me and my husband get on so well. We're so like yin and yang with these things. He's like, right, this isn't gonna work. So we need like all these strategies in place. And I'm like, it's all gonna be fine. <laughs> everything's gonna work out absolutely fine. Um and I feel like I have that. But I think that I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if it's good to have that mindset. But I do. I I if if things are gonna hit the fan and it's all gonna go wrong, a part of me is just like, no, it it has to work out. Um I don't know if I I don't like leave it up to the universe yeah. to fix the problems. I'm very much like, I will sort this out. I'm very much a problem fixer. Um but I try not to let things ruin me. However, I do have um, I do have crazy anxiety, which has come on since I've had Lucan since starting this business. I've never had it before. Um, like I had a situation this morning that I had multiple DMs. I had to fix this problem, and like it will cripple me for the rest of the day. Like the thought of it and stuff. So I don't know. My mindset is all over the place. But I am very much a. It will all work out in the end. Mindset,
0: sure. (laughs) I think that's good. And I think if you know you're the type of person that can adapt and like overcome when there's obstacles, then you can be confident in yourself. But I imagine it's the pressure because I feel like that when you run your own business, like it's only you. So if something goes wrong, I'm like, well, it can only be my fault and it's only me that's gonna fix it. And you start kind of it's easy to let that pressure build up, isn't it?
1: It is. But the more you ghost like I feel like over the years now I've I've had I've not had loads of things go wrong but I've been handed quite a few situations which I've now dealt with. So I'm just like if something crops up I'm like right what have we dealt with before? How did we handle it? Let's do you know like I just don't go into panic mode. I'm just like it will be fine. We've dealt with worse. We we will deal with worse going forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Um yeah
0: that's really good. Um So success is something that I always find really interesting. When you think about whether or not you think things are a success in your business or personal life or whatever it is, what does that look like? Like, What does success mean to you?
1: I don't know if I would say this is a success that I have. I feel that because I feel like it's constantly what it's subjective to me, like what success is, like you're saying. Yeah. And um, the girls from 2019 looking forward at me now, should be like, oh my God, that's crazy. Um, whereas I, now I'm in the present moment. I'm like, oh no, this, I've got way far further to go. So success right now to me is feeling just complete calm when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. I don't feel stressed about anything. I'm not worried about anything. Um, I don't wake up with horrible anxiety every day. To me, that's success. Waking up, getting dressed, taking my kids to school, coming home, making a coffee, sitting down and being able to enjoy a day at work um, or deciding like after this, I'm going to go meet my mum for a coffee Yeah, and I can do that now in this business um, without having to be attached to my phone or be sat at my desk. So, yeah, I would say that that is a success. I can do that. Yeah, um, won't. Uh, so I don't attach it to like financial or anything. But I suppose it is because the bills are paid and I can still go for a coffee. But it's it's not like I talk about people wanting the six-figure dream. Yeah. I, it's not like that's not success to me because yeah. the people that are making that amounts are waking up with stress yeah. and anxiety yeah. and worry. And to me, that's not successful, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: No, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, so I know you said, like, obviously, it's hard sometimes to kind of, put the flag in the sand and say, like, stop and look where you are compared to where you've come because you're always looking at the next thing. I find that as well. Do you think that you are good at stopping and celebrating the wins along
1: the way? Uh, I have no moments where I, I don't and I sort of tell myself I'm either not doing enough or this isn't good enough. And um, I'm then reminded usually by patrons or followers, Emily, stop, like look, or like something will come up on my memories mm-hmm. or reminders. That's the one thing, the only thing I like about Facebook yeah. is that it tells you what you were doing years ago. Um having that is a nice reminder. And I, I make a, a habit of going on my Instagram archive yeah. and looking at my stories. I do that quite a lot, you know, to see what I was doing a year ago, see what I was doing three years ago. Um, and that instantly puts me in a better mood. Yeah. Um, cause I'm like, no, you, all of this work, all the little steps have led to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, there are times, there are definite times where I get burnt out and I think I'm not doing enough. Um, But yeah, I just encourage people to look back. In all aspects, like I'm an illustrator. So if I do a a piece of work and I think, oh God, this is rubbish. um, I tell myself to look at a drawing I did a year ago or three years ago. And actually, no, it's not. It might not be as good as you want it to be, but you're getting better. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's a good habit to get into.
0: Definitely. And I think having your youtube having been run for so long as well that's really nice to be able to look back on the journey you have been through yeah
1: yeah it is good even if you um i do encourage people to to film their journey it's the best decision i made and that even if you're like terrified at the thought of it put the videos on private yeah. but just um having something you can look back on and see. Because you do forget, you forget all the things. Yeah. <laughs> so um if I if I I don't know, I bring something out or I referenced something in a blog recently and I'm like, oh I've definitely talked about this before. And then you go and find the blog and it's just it's lovely. It's lovely to see. Yeah. Like for example, launching Patreon, I have that all documented and I can look back on that, literally like crying in my little office when that happened and I, I've got that footage forever, yeah. you know so yeah it's, it's lovely. really
0: lovely and I have actually obviously I've got my YouTube channel but there are things I've filmed in my personal life that aren't for YouTube but I thought it'd be so nice to have a record of like how what I was actually thinking and feeling at like these moments yeah. in time and to be able to look back on it in the future um, and just yeah keeping that little record for yourself I think is really nice then to be able to compare like well oh, I feel totally different now or life's totally different now yeah. it's really really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So I know for you there has been a big recent change because you were in your studio, which was local to yeah. you,
1: somewhere local, not too far away. Yeah, it was, yeah, not far. Yeah, I, I've i been driving past that building for years and I went to look at it when uh, Luca, I think, did actually, I might have even looked at it before I had Luca, maybe when I was doing the business a few years ago. Definitely couldn't afford it then. Uh, and then I remember going, looking at the building when Luca was just born because um, I saw a, a sign outside of it saying, like, this space. And I said to Matt, I said, I'm going to go and look at it because I can't afford it right now, but wouldn't it be great if I had knew how much it would cost and I can, like, put it in my plans? Yeah. I was doing that, like, well before the vlogs. Um, and it was just crazy expensive. Couldn't afford it. And then, um, yeah, when lockdown was happening... Um, Patreon took off for me and um, I was running out of space and, yeah. and I was just like I, could, I can afford to do this now uh, yeah and so I did so I moved into it in October of 2020 um, and it was just it was amazing it was just it's one of those things I'll look back on to be like yep tick that off yeah. um, I had my dream space for a, for a little period of time and it was amazing I absolutely loved it
0: I think that's really great how you like you clearly had this you found all the information like this is what it would cost this is what I would need to get there and so sometimes I think it's easy to like I've been thinking about this in my business recently it's easy to just drift and think oh I'll try a bit of this I'll try a bit of that and sometimes like putting concrete numbers on things or dates or like this is the product line that I really want to launch. How much would it cost me? It really helps focus here to try and get to that point, doesn't it? Um because it does. you, you yeah. know exactly yeah, what it's it, gonna it, be then.
1: I didn't know how much it was. It could have been a thousand pounds, it could have been a hundred pounds. Yeah. So instead of me just being like, oh, I hope one day I can be in there, it was like, no, I need to know how much it is because we're gonna work to that, but we're gonna get to that point, but I need to know like where we're at. Um and when I went to go and view it the first time, the tiny room, I bet it was only the size of this room really, was £300 a month when I went to view it when Luke was tiny. And then in lockdown, I got a much bigger room. If you remember, the room was massive and that they did it for £300 plus fat. So um, it did. Everything sort of aligned in that time. Um, I mean, sadly, it wasn't meant to be forever, but I'm, I'm one of those that, I'm not afraid to call something quick when it doesn't work. Yeah. I'm I'm not somebody that um carries on with something to keep up appearances or I've I've never been like that. Um so at the time, financially it made perfect sense. I needed it, I needed the room. Yeah. Um, but when it started to not work out, I was like, right, it's time to get out. <laughs> you know? Um so yeah
0: this is one of the things that like immediately flagged this conversation in my mind because I really enjoyed watching you go through that even though some of it was clearly very emotional for you. Oh um, it was hard, really hard. especially on YouTube and social media I think that people really put it on a pedestal like having your own studio elsewhere and it's like this big marker of success and it's almost like you're not a success until you've had your own studio elsewhere. Yeah. And I went to look at studios um, oh, a couple of years ago um, because the house we were living in at the time, there was just like, I'd be in such a tiny space. And I was like, oh, this isn't yeah. going to work. Went to look at studios and actually in the end I decided I'd have a bigger space, but at that time like, it wasn't right for me. But I did go through a bit of a thing where I thought, well, does that mean... You're kind of less of a business owner because you haven't got that space. Yeah. And I do think there's a lot of pressure on it. So you there is. coming out of that, I did you feel a bit of that pressure?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I felt I actually felt, I didn't feel it while I was in the studio, but as I was leaving, I thought, hang on, have I helped push this narrative that to be successful you need to have a studio? And when I started to feel that. Because I was looking around and seeing people almost not feeling as worthy to working at the end of a dining room table, and it's like it just made me quite sad. Yeah, and that it actually helped my decision to hand my notice in because I was like, I'm going to show people that this business isn't succeeding because I'm in this room. Yeah. This building, this business is going to succeed because of me, and I can do that from home. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a massive. Um yeah, it really helped me make my decision. I was like, no, I'm going to show. Again, I'm going to show people. Yeah. It's like everything I do is like, I'm going to show people mm-hmm. that it can be done. Um, and the amount of messages I got from people to be like, oh my God, like, I've loved watching your videos, but I didn't really relate to the issues you were having. And I was like, no, let's get back to how we started. Um, and yeah, I, I do worry for people that are looking at space and paying for it with money they maybe aren't making in the hopes that it will help their business succeed, and it, it's not—it's not gonna help. It's not gonna help because I'm. Hopefully, I can show you that at one point I I could afford that very much so, and then life has happened, yeah. cost of living and everything, and you could lose it all. I and mean, you could you you could lose it, and I could not pay the bills there anymore. So, um. Yeah, I, I am hoping that by documenting it, I've showed people the realities of life right now as a business owner. People are clothing up, you know, and you've got to, any money you've got in your business, fine, baby, yeah. you know.
0: Well, for what it's worth, I don't think you contributed to the narrative that you have to be in a, <laughs> in a studio to be successful, but it has been really great watching you kind of say, no, actually... I'm going to do it differently and I can fully see that you're back to that thing of that really suited me at the time but now Luca's at school, it suits us better as a family for me to be here on hand and not yeah. travelling back and forth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, my priorities have just changed massively um, and now it's like why would I spend £360 at the start of the month on rent yeah. when I could pay for a holiday? You know, like it's yeah. just... And it's just because in lockdown, like everybody, you were making money and you couldn't go out and spend it. We couldn't do all the things. We couldn't go on our holidays. And there was extra cash there that I was like, let's do that. And now, yeah, priorities have just changed, like to the point where I'm literally handing my car back. I'm selling my car because I'm just like, don't need a car now because I'm working from home. I walk to school. I'm just like all the outgoings. I'm just completely changing my mindset and just being like, no, I would rather save, go on holiday, you know. But yeah,
0: I imagine in lockdown as well, it was good for you to be able to have that change of scenery because we were all yeah. stuck, trapped in at home. And if you weren't going out to work somewhere, then you literally just lived in the same four walls. Um, yeah, it was yeah, not the best time. Um, but having that change of scenery, I can imagine, yeah. was like really motivating for you to get you in that work mindset whereas now you're kind of back to these are my times between looking home to school and coming home yeah. from school, and so this is the time where I'm focused and it actually doesn't matter where I am
1: yeah yeah it has it's just because the bills had to be paid at that studio and every time I wasn't there I felt guilty I felt like why am I not working I've got to pay the bills, so I've got to be at work. And like, my husband would never make me feel like that. But if I was at home, I always felt this thing of like, oh, maybe he's thinking, why have I not gone to the office today? I'm paying for this office, I best be at the office, you know. Yes. And he never made me feel like that. It was obviously all myself thinking it. But now, there's just no. Yeah, I just work from wherever. Yes. It is. It's a completely different business now. Yeah. Um, And it's much more relaxed and it's much more um, enjoyable. And actually, I'm actually, no, I am glad I went. I'm glad I did those few years there Mm -hmm. because it wouldn't be like it is now if I hadn't gone and come back, if that makes sense. I saw what worked and then brought it, brought the bits that worked back here. Um, But yeah, it was massive. It, It was such a massive space some days I do miss it when I'm packing orders. I'm like, oh, I do miss having a bit of room. Um, But no, being able to put Luca into bed, make sure he's asleep, and then just potter into here is nice.
0: It's what you've gained, isn't It's like more than saying goodbye to your studio. Like having those moments with your son is just, yeah, they don't measure, do they? They don't, yeah. And I think it's been really lovely Mm. to see that and for people to see it's okay to, for something to work for a period of time and then you say okay this doesn't work anymore and actually my new goal is this and it's not a backwards step it's just a different step
1: yeah that's it exactly and like I mean like I keep saying my ultimate dream is like when Luca's all grown up and moved out I have my I'm gonna open like a little Christmas shop like yeah. it's my ultimate dream is to have like a little Christmas shop in the village um I don't think that will ever happen one day but This business, I just feel like this business will continue to evolve and change as my life and my family uh, evolve and changes. But right now, the business requires me to pay the bills without working all hours, and I can't buy loads of products and stocks, so it's having to like downsize a little bit. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll move house somewhere a little bit bigger, that would be nice, and then it'll be able to change again but I don't know I'm just open to change that's what I've realized I'm not like fixed in my ways
0: yeah so I guess (laughs) you might have just answered this but what do you think the future looks like for you in terms of new goals is there anything particularly you're working towards might be home might be
1: work depends um so right now my focus is um saving money Mm -hmm because I haven't really done that. Um, Everything I've made in the past, I've like put in studios, put put into products and all the things. And I said to Matt, I was like, this is the year and next year is the year of saving money, going on nice holidays, doing all the things. Um, So I'm enjoying that at the minute. The future of the business, um, I really want to grow the community side of the business. So it skyrocketed in lockdown. So within the first year, it just skyrocketed and then it dropped. And that's why, obviously, I had to leave the studio and all do all the things. But what I've realized is I've built something really quite special there. The problem I've got is not many people know it exists. So um, my focus is just trying to reach as many people as possible to show that don't need to spend thousands and thousands to get initial help, you know, when you're starting a business. And we've built a, a great resource. Um and if I can grow that, then the amount of work I'm doing right now, it doesn't need to change with the amount of people that go into it. So it could be great for me and my family um to keep doing what I'm doing, just have more people enjoy it. So that's going to be my focus next year, really building it. Um having more guest speakers on and doing all things. Yeah. I mean you came on and did a guest spot. Mm-hmm. Um I'm there in the archive. And, oh you are, you are. Um and to I really just want to travel more. Mm. And so that's not really business related, but I really want to um be able to afford to go on um some nice trips. And I really want to do some traveling for the business as well. Mm. So I've had this, I've actually had this on my goals for about two, two years. I've been talking about this. Uh, my goal was to do it this year, but I've not been able to do it. So my goal is to, I don't even think I'll be able to do it next year. But anyway, there's a massive um, illustration exhibition in California that happens every October where Disney artists go, all the artists go. and. Um, my dream is to for the business to be able to pay for me a flight ticket over for a few days to go to this conference as an illustrator
0: mm.
1: and flog my time there um and come back and it again not be a stress or yeah. it just be like an easy thing to be like, yeah, I'm going to California to go on this trip. And that would be my dream to be able to do that while juggling the school runs yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's just all about saving money and just scaling the business up without necessarily working myself to the ground if that makes yeah. sense that's what my focus is right now I know it's possible I know it's possible I'm just trying to figure out how to do it <laughs>
0: that's so exciting that's so exciting to have like those big things that you're working towards
1: yeah well I said to my mom, I was like why not? Why not little old me from Manchester mm. flying over to there? Why, why not? Like there's, there's no reason why I can't. And just because I've got a son in reception <laughs> doesn't mean I can't go on the flight. You know what I mean? So, yeah, again, it's another one of those things. I want to show people that it's possible. I want yeah. I want to literally tag myself on it. I hate Facebook. I don't use Facebook. But you know what I mean? Just to be like, yeah, I did it. Of all the people that said it's probably not going to be possible, I'm going, and doing yeah. it.
0: I think, like, yeah, it's too easy to put limits on ourselves or let other people's opinions kind of limit us and we tell ourselves we can't do things. But you're right, there is no reason. If other people can do it, then why can't we do yep. stuff? Yep. stuff? <laughs> why not? Why not us? I think it's really lovely to see as well, like, you just mentioned your mum there, you've mentioned your husband. I get the sense that you do have a really supportive little team of family oh around gosh, yeah. you.
1: Yeah, I... I have to say I don't speak to family much about business mm-hmm. I my dad doesn't know I'm on YouTube my grandparents don't know I'm on YouTube um Matt's family I the thought of them bringing it up makes me want to shrivel mm-hmm. into a ball and cry however Matt my mum my brothers um I, I they're my biggest supporters my mum watches my vlogs on our dog walks um <laughs> And they they know everything. You know, my mum comes to every market with me. You see no, your mum comes to yours. Yeah. <laughs> um, we 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 have those people. So I'm quite selective who knows everything. Mm. Um, but I it's only because I feel I'm very authentic with my content. I'm very open, very honest. And if I knew everybody was watching, I would probably shut down and that scares me. So um the people I truly truly love and trust know everything.
0: Yeah.
1: And they fully support me. And it's not to say my dad and everybody wouldn't be so so supportive because my dad would. I know he would. It's more protecting me and my you know what I mean? I'm the same. (laughs) It does. It changes you. Yeah. Not
0: not all of my it like it's my mum, my husband, like some friends. Otherwise I don't really talk about it that much. People don't know all the ins and outs. And I would feel more awkward if i thought people were coming and viewing my youtube videos that yep. are like yeah i don't Understand. know. i think because i feel like well i should be able to tell those people the things rather than them just tuning in for an update and i don't know there's something that's a bit yeah. awesome about it but yeah my mom also comes to all my events with me um she was around here she the does. other night bless her prop- like frantically pricing things up that needed sending out. And I was like, oh, I'm running out of time, Mom. She's straight round, bless her. Um, she'll be listening to this because she's a patron. She's one of my biggest supporters, same as your mom. And it's really lovely to uh, have that. Yeah. Isn't
1: it? Yeah. I know my mom's like my top tier patron. I'm like, Mom, I'll give you a goodie box. Oh, like, to... <laughs> you don't need to. She's like, no, I'll pay for it.
0: <laughs> and mine. She's like, and then she says, oh, don't pack it. Like, if she orders something, she'll say, don't pack it, don't watch yeah. the materials. <laughs> don't wait the label. Yeah. i want like, <laughs> yeah. it that to look nice. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be family. Like, I think me and you have got those people, but I think you've shown through your Patreon community that, like, there's such a massively supportive community there and I'm a patron of yours and people are so friendly, they're so welcoming, people are, like, they want to help you if you've got questions. And the same in my Patreon community, like, something I really loved, like, when I first started my Patreon, people would talk to me and I would talk back. And then as it grew people would start helping each other with things before I
1: could get in there and I was like look at them all making friends and it was so lovely. You yeah. know it's when you get a message of a selfie of two people from opposite parts of the country that have met up because Aww. of what you've built oh my god it it makes my heart so happy um but yeah it was just something I, when I was starting out, I needed help. Like, I yeah. I was Googling questions to things, and it was all very secretive, and like, yeah. nobody wanted to help each other. And I do understand that now. I'm a bit like, yeah, I didn't get it, but people just need help time. Like, yeah. you don't need to, there's a lot of like um, pay, paywalls behind yeah. all the answers. And I suppose Patreon is a paywall, I suppose I have done that. But, um, I am very much encourage people, if you have a question, if I can't answer it, I've, we've built something where yeah. you probably will get the answer from people that have are either in your similar situation or have been there at one point. Um, and I found that with other sort of bigger communities that... It was very much like, um, yes, I figured it out, but you need to figure it out. Like, you need to go on that journey yourself and figure it out. And it's like, some people don't have time. Like, yeah. I just need to know the answer to this question. Please help me. Mm-hmm. I have this knowledge. I can help you with that. And it's just very much like transferring help. Um, so yeah, no, we've it, It's amazing. We've got like four years now of of people that have come and gone, and it's um, it's amazing. Yeah, F- favorite thing that, of everything I do, it's my favorite. Yeah,
0: favorite thing. I think that, yeah, there's something really lovely about that community and just the give and take with people. I'm the same as you. I understand, like, sometimes you might feel frustrated if you spent, like, three days figuring something out and someone just wants the answer like that. But equally... Yeah, if someone could have saved me three days, yeah, I'm so grateful and i I always answer questions if people message me about things. I'm just
1: like, what am I going to
0: get out of denying
1: them the answer? yeah, there's certain things I'm a bit like, no like especially now I do have a patreon, mm. I'm very much like if somebody if somebody needs help with something or I very much i'm like I have a whole patreon here that has your answer, and I do direct people there i'm not as i used to be available to everybody yeah and what i've realized is you have to look after yourself and yeah you can't do that you can't um however i also think people just be kind to people you know what i mean and i just think there's a lot of um yeah this whole like i i spent all this time so you need to spend all this time it's just like Just be kind to people. Like, what does it affect you, really? Um, You know, I found that by being helpful and helping people, um, I I think my patience has grown because of it. So, in the long run, it's only going to help you. So, if there was somebody
0: listening who wanted to make A big change, whether it's starting a business or something completely different like you did when you decided you were going to start a brand new business with a three-month-old Is there a piece of
1: advice that you would give them? My advice is write everything down that's in your head. All the thoughts you're having around it, write them down. Keep it somewhere close by that you can look at. At times where family are questioning it, Yourself, you question it, you can look back on and be like, No, this is why I'm doing it. This is why I'm doing it. Also, don't be afraid to stop if it's not working and go and, and like not change direction, but my when people are starting out businesses and maybe it doesn't work as quick as they wanted it to, maybe they do a product launch and no sales. um I've been there, one of the reasons I gave up in 2017. Mm. Um, I would say having things in place to make that not as scary. So for example, I went back into a paid job so that I didn't have the stress of trying to pay the bills with it, not working as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I tell people, when people say to me, I'm going to quit my job and start a business, I'm like, okay, maybe don't quit the job. Maybe it was because you want to. You don't want to feel this massive stress of yeah. you have to pay the bills from day one So mm-hmm. have, like, I have no savings. I have nothing. Yeah, I was just on my emergency pay. But if I could go back to me, like, past me, I would have said, save a couple of months in the bank yeah. so that it wasn't this huge pressure mm-hmm. to make sure those bills are paid. And um, And then the final thing I would say is don't be afraid to ask for help if you are really struggling. Like, I was an emotional wreck with this newborn mm-hmm. yeah. trying to do it. And I felt like I couldn't ask anyone for help because um, i set myself this challenge. So if I if it was my idea to start a business, it was my idea to do all the things. If it's not working, then I need to figure it out on my own. And that that probably wasn't the best route to go down. Mm. Hence why I started my Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping we can be those people too. And like, obviously you with yours. And so many people have Patreon communities now. Reach out to those people if you're struggling. Don't be scared to. No one's judging you. Um, we, we've literally built these places for you. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Those are the best tips ever. I'm like, I've just not, I didn't know what I thought you were going to say, but yeah, ask for help. I've totally been there. It's only recently that I've been more accepting of like when I said in the week, I asked my mum to come round in the evening and help me with some stuff. And my husband did an hour with me at the weekend and that's probably the first time I've actually asked my husband in the whole time apart from things like will you help me load the car and yeah and my mom I always say to her but you've got your day job and you've done your day job and you're tired and it's my business so I have to find a way to do it and yeah you're letting people in definitely let ask for help there's no shame in asking for help um it's not and yeah, I think it's not. finding your reason why and like having that, having that, that you can keep going back to and looking at is huge um,
1: all the yes. way through. Probably. Especially in those early days, in those early days when money's not coming in and you might even have to ask family members to help paying bills. I remember, I just remember back in, in 2017 trying to do, it. I literally left my job back then to go freelance and oh my god every single month I was in tears every month I was like can't pay the mortgage can't do it and I I was just like I can't ask anyone for help because how embarrassing how embarrassing that I can't pay the bills and it's not working out and I need to ask for help and I just so I just get I give up and I was like right well we're, we're gonna end this and it just makes me so sad I mean I'm glad I'm glad I had that because I wouldn't have Luca you know like everything aligns. line but um yeah. I just think that feeling is just the worst when it's it's not working out and you don't know who to talk to about it. Yeah. yeah it's
0: I think yeah, there are always people there that want to help. Sometimes they're where you expect, sometimes it's the people you least expect. But I think yeah, the best thing yeah. to do is open up and let people in and you'll probably find there are loads of people that want to help you whether it's practically or sharing knowledge with you or whatever it is yeah so I think we're gonna leave it there today but I just want to say a massive massive thank you to Emily I am really excited to see this next chapter for you I've really really enjoyed seeing you. you transitioning to being back at home and I get this real sense from you you just seem lighter you seem happier. <laughs> you seem like yeah. you're really enjoying day-to-day life in and out of work. And it's really lovely to see. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to leave all the details for where you can find Emily in the description of the podcast. I highly recommend you go and check out all things Vlogs are super cozy to watch. So I know everyone listening to this podcast loves a cozy vlog. So definitely go and check out Emily's vlogs if you haven't already. And just a massive thank you to Emily for giving up your time to come and have a chat with me.
1: Oh, no. Thank you for having Thank you for choosing me first. It means so much. Thank thank you.
0: you. (laughs) You You've got the grand honour of the first guest. So I'm really pleased that you were up for having a chat and letting us in on your journey and how you've set goals and got to where you are today. Yeah, let's let's check in. Let's get check in next year.
1: Let's see where we're at. Yeah. Oh, that's For <laughs> five idea. years.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where did we end up? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So that's it for this month's episode of the Self Care Together podcast. I hope you enjoyed this new format. Do let me know if you did um, and if there's anyone else you would like to see on the podcast. It doesn't just have to be all small business owners. It can be anyone working towards any kind of goals, um, which obviously doesn't really rule out anyone. (laughs) So. open to all suggestions, let me know and I'll speak to you all very soon. Thanks for listening.